Hey, this is Latif Mikado, and you're listening to the Good Night Freestyle Podcast, where I take some time each night to try and reflect on the freestyle scene, where it is, where it's going, and try to figure out how to sustain it, not just for future generations to enjoy, but also to benefit. So sit back, relax, and let's talk some freestyle. Hey, what's up, everyone, and welcome to the Good Night Freestyle Podcast, and this is episode 630. Hoping you guys are doing swell this evening. It is uh, Friday night, man, 730. It's actually an early, early, uh, this is an early podcast. We just got back. We brought the, the kiddos. We actually took them to get vaccinated, so they got their shot. I didn't know kids had to get two. They got to get two, so they got the first one, all three of my grandkids, my 10-year-old, my 7-year-old, my 5-year-old, and... um. And then uh, we took them over because they could stay with the moms on the weekends. And uh, but the moms uh, was, uh, has the Lewis one at the daycare, so we brought them all to the daycare, which is closer. We don't have to make the trip way out to Charlotte, even though we still gotta do that on Sunday to pick them up. But it's okay, not a problem. So um, yeah, we took them to um, pick them up from school, took them to get vaccinated, and then took them to McDonald's. So they could make a mess in my back seat, which they always do. Oh my God. Like I don't even want a new I have a Jeep. Like I'm embarrassed. Like if any of you guys want to ride, like you got, I gotta clean my damn Jeep. Like I can't, I get I gotta I get tired of it, man. It's fries and nuggets and like you could if you're homeless or you hungry and you see my Jeep and I'm not there, just go in the back seat. Doors usually open, there's nothing in there still. And, um, and you could basically, you know, rack up a whole meal. You could, there's probably even cases back there. So Angel goes in there, you know, and like tomorrow she'll go in there and clean it out. <laughs> Tonight it's going to stay in there because it's cold out and it's dark. You know? um, <clears throat> but then we, um, after McDonald's, we took them to the daycare. And now we're going to chill out tonight, me and my wife. Um, uh, just finished the contract for a big show. Once they sign it. They sign off, uh, then we can talk about it. How's that? You know, don't want to talk about it right now. Um, uh, not that jinx. Again, I, I mentioned this to you guys before, and it's not because it's a secret, but we got haters. Everybody got haters in this business, either hip hop, country. So, what we want, don't want to do is, right, you never want someone to want that slot. And even though, you know, you got a good slot, nobody can, it's not, it's not movable people, but you don't. You wait till the contracts are done, everything's in, in order, you got your deposit, then you speak about it, you know, then you promote it. <coughs> <coughs> you promote it, and uh, and yeah, and then, uh, so hopefully, uh, I just did that now. Uh, they had given me an initial contract a few days ago, but um, it, it wasn't standard. It, like, they made some changes, and I mentioned it before, I love the promoter, him and I go way back. He has a lot of trust in me. I have a lot of trust in him. So I don't want to ruffle feathers. I really don't. I want to do the show. I want to make the money. And I want to, I want to hook him up if I could. But um, at the same time, um, I can't deal with my artists a certain way. Like all of a sudden changes. Okay, well, this is how we got to do this, this, and that, you know? And um, so, but we, we settled it. And... 
we're gonna make it work on my end. So that's cool. I'm I'm good. And uh, so I just redid the contract, sent them that with the banking W9 information, and hopefully they make the payment tonight, <coughs> and we're good. <coughs> we're good, and um, I could do, over the weekend purchase flights and get us all all set. You know. <coughs> <clears throat> oh my god excuse me guys um they're burning leaves of course that's why i'm i'm um i'm coughing so anyway uh apologies uh for yesterday's podcast i didn't do one well uh, got into a little bit of an attitude got a little upset over something and you know shouldn't i let it um you know what it was i was just tired i was really tired and i was irritable and this is something that hardly ever happens guys you could be around me for as long as you could you could I've been with little, well, my wife sees a little bit more than what like Susie would see. So, and I've been with, around Susie longer, but I, I don't live with Susie. I live with Angel. So, but um, Susie can tell you, I don't walk around irritable. I don't walk around in a bad mood. I'm usually uppity up. But, you know, like everyone, I have my days. And usually when those days happen, because everything that can go wrong will. So, you start to kind of get a little frustrated. Now, it wasn't that I was getting frustrated. Um, more so than I was getting tired. Like there was things I was trying to complete and I couldn't complete because I was getting disrupted for stupidity. And I didn't want to keep, I was like, why, why now? Why I can't do this now? And it just put me in a really, really like mental state. And I didn't want to get on here. I don't mind talking because we all go and go through the, the, the craziness. Um, and, um, and it was just a mixture of business, some of the stuff I had to deal with, we have shows that are postponing, shows that are canceling. I have artists that are not complying. They don't want to change. They don't want to um, honor deposits. They don't, it's be, it becomes a mess and it's an unnecessary mess because it's like, guys, listen, we do an old school genre of music. We do freestyle. Okay, we don't have hits on the record, radio. So if a promoter wants to book us, there's not that many promoters. If a promoter wants to book us, right, and he books us, but for some reason, he has to change the date. Because whatever, and, and some of the reasons why promoters would change the date, okay? Number one reason, they can't sell, they're not selling tickets. A lot of times, the inability to sell tickets, not like no tickets, but promoters, seasoned promoters can tell, especially if they do the same venue all the time, how many tickets in advance they have to sell in order to get a certain amount of heads in that venue by the time showtime comes. So let's say some might say, well, if I can get 50% in this venue pre-sale by this, by at least two months out, then I'm gonna sell out. Some people wanna say, I could just need a quarter. The rest are all walk up because we're not that big of a venue. Others will say, no, I need 75%. Um, and then the last, the, the rest come like, you know, as walk up. They come walk up meaning they pay at the door. Um, so a lot of venues know more or less what their venue, or more, a lot of promoters know more or less their venue as far as their venue, how they're going to do. So I do get promoters that call me and they say, hey, yeah, yo, I'm, I'm at 20% and I'm a week away from the show. I'm like, oh, oh, damn. And he's like, listen, is there any way we can move it? But it, and it's not because they weren't promoted. See, this is something else, right? Even the new promoters, I try to work with the promoters and I try to talk to the artists and say, listen, we're dealing with a new promoter, he's taking a risk. We have to fix a few things. You guys got your deposit. 
okay? You're still here. It's not like you, you traveled over there yet. Now, once an artist travels to that city where they're going to perform and it cancels, that's going to be that's going to be bad. And there won't be a credit. They're going to they're not going to credit that show. The only way I can I can have any kind of leverage to credit a show is if we are still home. Once we hit the road, now you're going to still have some artists. I've had artists that still in our honor. They'll say, oh, well, I lost I lost the date because of that. Well, a lot of times that's bullshit. A lot of times. Then you get sometimes it's for real. But hey, you know what, man? People are not lining up. It's just not like that. We don't have that big of a venue, big of a, of a genre right now, that market. The market is just not, not that busy. Um, so the best thing for artists to do and managers is to try to work with the promoter as best as you can. Now, yes, if you end up flying somewhere and get, going in a hotel and have to, you know, that's a lot. I travel. I travel with these acts. So I know what it takes. It's, it, it can be really, really tiring. Like, you could really grueling, you know, traveling, especially if you travel a lot, you're traveling, like, from East Coast to West Coast. Um, so as long as you're still home, you should be fine. But if the artist travel to that city and you know more or less that it's kind of light like you might have a problem hey you know what i'm going to be the person to say you know what you're going to lose that deposit you don't have to give them the balance which you should um but you don't have to give them the balance now the way that i get promoters and i try to make it work is let's say let's say i charge ten thousand dollars for something i'm just throwing a number guys that's not our price so let's say it's ten thousand dollars right so of course they have to give me a deposit which is half now let's say they, they pay me half, right? We get together, we fly out there. We get out there and the promoter comes to the hotel and says, hey man, uh, like nobody's coming to the club. Something happened. It could be anything. It could be a, a storm. It could be, it was a, a bad scene happened on that block. It could be a, a, a sewer bust, a sewer pipe bust. It could be anything, you know? Uh, floods, it could be, it could be anything. Um, <clears throat> um, now, if they come to me and, and I knock on the door and they say, hey, is there any way we can move the date? Now, me, a lot of times what I would say is, and that's if I feel that this promoter could do a better job next time. A lot of times what I'll say is, you bring me the deposit, you bring me the balance now before I go home and I'll honor you the next date. Meaning on the next trip, all you have to do is cover the flights and hotels. I'll take it as paid in full. To me, that's fair because we went out there. Now, if you say, no, you don't want to do that, then you forfeit that deposit because that's the whole purpose of a deposit. There's a lot of people that won't do what I do. I'll do it because I'm an agent and my relationships with promoters are very important. I don't want to screw them, but I don't want them to screw us either. I want them to screw my artists either. So I have to look out on both sides. A lot of times if I work a deal out like that, the promoter, the artist is fine with it, you know? Um, so, you know, the thing is, it's not that he doesn't have the money. Excuse me, a lot of times the money, a lot of times the money is not the issue. Like they have the money for the artist, but they have no profit now. Unless they get X amount of people in the house, you know? So they can, a lot of times if, if they're only a few thousand dollars is old, they'll go, they'll get that money. They can get that money and bring it back. And then they know, okay, when well, you come back, and then I'll make, or it'll be all profit when you come back, you know? So, anyway, so I run into, uh, I run into issues 
quite often where um, you know where artists don't want to honor um, not too many of them though I don't want to especially with freestyle 99% of them are good but there is a 1% that are assholes they know who they are and they listen to this podcast I think I think one in particular listens to the podcast so but uh um and they know who they are because they've done it to me before so but I won't I won't throw them under the bus because you know why because it's not that they did something wrong it's their prerogative they're not actually doing something wrong but they should work with me because these promoters are my promoters that I'm trying to nurture that I'm trying to keep in business and if the artists are not helping me, then you know what? That's going to be one less promoter that we're going to have that can possibly book us once a year. You know? So, very important, uh, you know, that we do what we can to work with them. You know? So, but anyway, I had that was going on. I had issues with the contracts. Um, and, um, and just a few personal issues, like everything was just beating up on me. And just, I just got worn out. And I told Angel, she goes, you're going to go out and do a podcast? I'm like, honestly? Like, I don't even want to stand up no more. I'm, I'm exhausted. I just, want to, I just want to shut down. My head is about to explode. And I went to bed. Well, I didn't go to bed. I didn't go to sleep early, but I went to bed early. Took a shower real early. I think by 8 o'clock, I was already, you know, laying down, showered just chilling out watching some uh, Criminal Minds. That's my that's my show. And um but uh but yeah man. So but anyway, um what else is going on? Alright, so the issue. The issue. Um uh, pretty cool. I think I could talk about this. There's a documentary that's being filmed, another freestyle documentary, and of course they want Angel on it. And they've they've asked me as well. To be honest, I don't know if they asked me to get Angel on or they just asked me. I don't know. Um, they are pulling in producers and stuff like that. The only thing is, at this point right now, neither one of us are, are interested. It looks like it'll be a nice project. It looks like it's its not going to be like the other piece of crap, if you guys seen it. That, what I forgot the name of it. That thing was horrible. It was an embarrassment. And the person who was behind it let too many... Outsiders influence influenced the film and it ruined it <coughs> and that's what happened and it, it was just became a disgrace it was it was bad you know <coughs> this person seems to be doing a good job <coughs> um, we got little Susie on it she did it I know like George Lamont is on it a bunch of producers are on it I don't know who else is on it though um, but um, just the timing is not right it's not something Angel has and won't feel. She just doesn't want to be involved with that project right now. And she she declined gracefully. She spoke to who she had to speak to. Um, and I spoke to a few people also. And um, I just hope that they understand and they respect her wishes. It's nothing personal. Um, anybody who knows the story of the cover girls and Angel, you know, it's almost like everybody has told her story except her. And at this point right now, she doesn't want anybody else telling her story. And the documentary does not guarantee that you get to tell your own story unless you are the, the, the producer of that documentary. So, because people can, the people who are behind it can ask you 
whatever questions that they want to document and they can keep and cut whatever they want. They can even edit if they're good and have you say some other shit. Not saying that they would do that. I don't think that these people would do that. But <coughs> right now, right now there's zero interest um, in her. And I've said we've had about maybe seven or eight calls uh, from people who have worked closely with her. Um, what's so funny is that there was a documentary before and she wasn't even invited because why? They had the phony girls on there, of course. And, um, and it was like all influence, you know, no, not trying to put bad on the, on the, on the producer of that one because he, I think he didn't know. I think he got into the wrong circle and they said, okay, here's a guy with a camera and he has a, a, a platform. Let's take him and let him tell the story the way we want it. And it became ugly. And you could see right through it. And anybody who sees it, go on Netflix. I'll promote it right now. It's on Netflix. called, I think, Legends of Freestyle. Go check it out for yourself and, you know, see what you think. Maybe you might love it. Maybe it might be something. But, you know, it's kind of dark and disappointing and a little bitter. And it it was a shame. It was a shame. I would never have allowed my own personal feelings or my own personal thoughts to get him in the in the way of producing a legitimate documentary and um so now here's the second one now the problem is angel wasn't invited on the second first one now we have the second one and people want to invite her the problem is now because of that first one i think she's really not interested in the second one the third one maybe the fourth one maybe but the second one, no. And I agree. I think it's too close to the last one that was put out. I think people are going to come and they're going to... Um, I think some people, people are going to start judging it. That documentary is going to be all about judging. I don't know if it's going to be able to stand on its own. I don't know. I don't know what to expect from this thing. Um, I would think probably one of the best things to do would probably be to produce this thing and then hold on to it for a minute before you release it. Um, <coughs> I think the residual or the residue of that last documentary has to dissipate. It has to totally, totally be gone. I just have a funny feeling that it's going. one is going to affect the other. And so if people are loving this documentary for what it is, they're going to be comparing it to the first one. And, and the acts that spoke on the first one and had all that bitterness, they've already kind of thrown a black cloud over the over the genre, you know? And I think that needs to kind of, that needs to fade away. So, I don't know, I don't know. But you know, I do appreciate them calling and, uh, and there's nothing personal, nothing real personal. Um, it's just, it's just the timing is bad, like we don't, have a passion that's not something that we're interested in. I think there's a few others that feel the same way. Just not interested in doing it. And you know what? If this was in the 80s or 90s, I would say, you know what? I think we better do that. But it's not. It's 2021. And if we continue to live, we're going to have many opportunities to do this, even if we decide to do it ourselves, which is very easy, very easy to do. Um, And we are equipped to do it if that's something that we want to do. So, but we'll see. We'll see what that's about, you know. But uh, anyway, I just want to uh, come out here, guys, Friday night and uh, say what's up and apologize for yesterday's absence. And uh, anyway, but.
But uh, it's cold. My hands are freezing right now. So I'm going to go in. I appreciate you. Be cool. Be safe. And until tomorrow, good night, freestyle. Before I lay me down to sleep, I pray to hear a freestyle beat. For if I die before I wake, I hope to make it to the break.